Hello folks, welcome to another episode of Yoga Dave's Hobby Podcast, the podcast where I talk about everything from tabletop RPGs, tabletop war games, tabletop board games, and even occasionally tabletop card games, and everything, those hobbies, and the hobby as a whole, encompass. First of all, we're going to get the plugs out of the way. As always, I am going to plug Legends of Hammer and Shrun, so Legends of Hammer and Shrun is a work in progress RPG that me and three of my friends and some other people are helping bring to fruition. Um, we are currently on the second playtest version, and the playtest version is public, so you can join in and you know have some fun. Um, test a new game out, tell us why it's crap, tell us why it's not crap, um, and all the rest of that kind of stuff. You can download it from itch.io or DriveThruRPG, um, the official... Uh, Twitter is at Hammerstron, which I will link in the bottom. I will put all the links to everything in the bottom. Um, we have a new website. Um, it is Legends of Hammerstron. dot WordPress. Is it no. Legends of com. Uh, there is a couple of different. Um, what do you call it? Pages. Not that many. Just two. There's the Hammer on Publishing, which is obviously the company name. Um, we will eventually do a separate one for that, but it's all together right now. Um, and then you've got the bits on Legends of Hammer and Sharon that's got all the links that you need to go to um, to do anything with Legends of Hammer and Sharon. Um, it's got a link to the apparel website, which um, we are selling hats, shirts, mugs. You know, loads of different things, and um, with Legends Hammer and Sharon logo on it, we get new Hammer Sharon publishing logo on it, um, and we've got a cast iron <laughs> tatty scone um, thing that we have to. Um, yeah, we, we all know Hammer um, Hammer and Sharon is my baby, um, but cast iron tatty scone is what a lot of people know me. You know, when I put that in, they know it's me. I put in a message or anything like that, whether or not it's on my Twitter or whatever it is, it's a lot of people know that's me when I call somebody a cast iron text going, yes it is calling somebody stupid but you know, okay there are stupid people in the world and they need called out um, so a couple of the t-shirts have some quotes on them from myself and Sam and other people Um some some of them are pretty universal for um, not just us but other people in other games um, and other professions um, so go have a check out of the website, go check out the panels stuff um, go download the rules we've got a discord which you can join um, the link to that the invite is in, on there when I, that gets updated, I will update it. Um, yeah, there's a Facebook, there's a link to there. There's pretty much a link to everywhere where we are. Um, so, um, that's the plugs for today. First thing I'm going to talk about is what's new with the Games Workshop. Now, I know I normally put this kind of in the middle of everything, but it was the first thing I decided I was going to talk about, um, so next week uh, is going to be a big one for 40k and Adeptus Titanicus, because there's new stuff coming out, um, so the new Tau the Greater Good um, from um, the Psychic Awakening. Um, kind of campaign thing that Games Workshop are doing at the moment. Um, let's get the latest book uh, focusing on the Tower Empire, the Astromilitarum, and all the Tempestus, and the Gene Cult. There'll be new rules, relics, warlock traits, and stratagems for all of the factions. Um, and they've obviously got storyline and all this, that kind of stuff. I've not had a look at it yet, really. I've not really had a good look at the Psychic Awakening and stuff because. I've been away for a little bit and I keep on it's not something I'm doing so it's not something I'm particularly um, invested in but 
all the stuff looks really nice, like all the stuff that bringing out for it, all the new models and all this, that kind of stuff, but also, excuse me, all the books that they're bringing out seem very nice, sorry, I am in absolute agony, I went up, and we took Zach out on a run yesterday to a training park, um, for dogs, we had it, f anyway, um, we paid six pounds for it, um, and it was a muddy mess, but we decided since we paid six pounds, um, would go use it. <clears throat> I went up in the air and fell down. I mean, literally up in the air, slapstick still, and fell down on my back. Um, and my neck is killing me today, as well as my lower back. So, um, if I sound like I'm not in the best of moods. That's why. Um, <clears throat> so, it says whether you order the standard hardback or the collector's edition, they'll throw in a set of data shot data sheet cards for Commando Shadow Shadowrun and Shadow Sun Shadowrun and the eight. Let's not talk about Shadowrun. Not my most favourite game to play. Um so Shadow Sun, so that's old Shasera, leaves the fifth sphere expansion and she's got an upgraded battle suit. So I think this is a new model. Um, so she's got um, MV37 Advanced Guardian and a Command Link Drone. This is looking quite nice actually. You can get the model, you get the model where it's fully helmeted, partially helmeted and no helmet, which is actually pretty cool. And uh, I'm not a big fan of the town, um, just because I don't. I'm not a fan of that aesthetic and I'm not a fan of fucking painting them either. And I hate fucking painting too. Um, I just do. I don't know why. Um, I love mechs. I really love mechs. But the aesthetic of the tower just it, like puts me off for some reason. I don't know why. Um, it's weird. It's probably because of the, the painting of them that drives me fucking bonkers. Um, that's why I don't like them but I do, I, I would happily paint this model I think because I think it's it's less blocky than the usual tau I'm looking at it here and I'm like, it's not quite as blocky as the normal tau battle suits so it's probably one I wouldn't have an issue painting um, but you never know Somebody might send me it. Um, and it is shared loads of detail. Um, which is which is what I love about New Games Workshop. Like the last like five or ten, five, probably five years worth of stuff. Tons of detail on it compared to what, obviously, I got to do with uh, in the early days of plastics. Um, but it's... it's the one, the thing that I love, but also the thing I hate because there's so much detail to paint. Um, anyway, let's get beyond that. The Gene Steeler Cult are getting reinforcements as well. I think it's just it's like acolytes and uh, a red runner with neophytes just thrown in the box. And um, do do do. Yeah, it's just reboxed and they start collecting box all this stuff. So it'll be like fifty quid for stuff that's probably about sixty quid or seventy quid separately. Um, and the Kellermorph from Stan's Disciple box, the Kill Team, um, will be available separately soon to assassinate enemies and inspire neighbor cultists to act greatest acts of fervor. So. You know, there's a couple of things coming out next week for 40k, and then the new box set for Adeptus Titanicus. I know I'm not going to be playing Adeptus Titanicus um, anytime soon. Um, there's a couple of guys at the Falkirk Club that play it every now and again, and it looks like it'd be good fun, but it's pain for a new box game that I can't afford and don't have time to paint. And if I wanted, if I was playing with it, I would have to paint it. It's just that nah, I couldn't not paint them. Um, so 
there's a new box. Um, all the stuff in it is completely different from what's in the Grandmaster box, so you're not getting overlap. Um, you got two Reavers, two Warhounds, and two Serastus Knights. Um, obviously, all the tokens and dice and counters you need for it. Um, yeah, so I can't remember what's in the Grandmaster edition. Is it a couple of Warlords or. Yeah. Cut of Warlords plus a bunch of knights. Um, Questorus knights. So, there's nothing in that that's the same as what's in the Grandmaster Edition, which, you know, is not a bad idea. Um, if you have the ability to pay for both of them, um, it wouldn't be the most horrible idea in the world. Um, so I'm just looking at the price. I'm looking for the price. I don't think they're um, actually available right now. Are the, are the um, they don't have the price up yet. Um, but if the Grandmaster Edition is 180 quid, I probably guess that's about um, 90, maybe. Um, Maybe not as much as that, but because it doesn't really have um, quite the amount of stuff as you would expect, as you would get from a £90 box set. So maybe about 75 Maybe. Maybe. I'm not really sure. I mean, if you look at it, it's probably got as much stuff in it as plastic-wise and tokens and the rest of that wise as the Necromunda Underhive. So it's probably 75 80 pound, I would guess, by looking at it. Um, so, I mean, it's not going to be another Necromunda Underhive, which scares the shit out of you at the price. Um, so, you know. Um, do, 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 new class of Titans coming out. It's not really a new class of Titan for me, because I played the original Adeptus Titanicus, and I played Epic Space Marine. Um, it's a Nemesis Warbringer. Oh, it's a Nemesis. Um, boom, boom. Is it though? Is it a completely new class? It might be, because it's a Reaver with a Quake Cannon. Mm, it might be. Oh no, Nemesis is the Psychic Mech um, Titans and the original in it. I think. There were Psychic Titans in um, the original Adeptus Titanicus and Space Marine. Um, to be fair, the fucking Eldar were completely psychic. They were like fucking spirits. Running them if I remember rightly. Probably don't, because it's that long since I actually looked at the lore on them. Um, but yeah, I mean. Quick cannons were always arsehole things and um, Space Marine and Titanicus, the original. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Um, there's massive distorts in the entire upper torso, pushing head down further to make room. It's also armed with a volcano cannon and a laser blaster, but the arm weapons are fully compatible with the entire Reaver class. So you have lots of options. Um, also, they're bringing out um, Muratorium armoured containers. A whole, I think they're going. That's the uh, Titanicus Manufacturum Imperialis terrain set. Um, so it looks, it will look kind of similar to the Sector Mechanicus stuff um, for 40k, except um, obviously smaller scale. But there's also more stuff. And, and towers and cranes and stuff that are um, you couldn't really scale into 40k um, because they'd be too big they'd take up too much of a table I would think because um, you've got the the pipeline the plasma is it the plasma conduit pipes um, I can't remember I've got some sitting in my box waiting to get painted but um the box of um, undercoated shit 
<laughs> which is going grown bigger by the day, um, or uh, not undercoated shit, which is even bigger by the given day. Um, since uh, I'm going to talk about it um, in a bit, but we'll get past this bit. So yeah, so the manifolds room Imperial Ash terrain. Um, include four of the containers so it's it's the same design as the 40k size ones except obviously in Titanicus uh, what you call it? scale um, but yeah they look really nice it does and I did talk about all this stuff last week but it looks really really nice um, I would love to be able to invest money into Titanicus because, as I said before, when I was talking about the Tau, I love robots, I love mechs, I love all that kind of stuff, but don't have the money, don't have the time. Um, but I still like looking at it and talking about it. Uh, so, do, 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 there's a new... Ooh, yes, uh, that's the, well, it was, it's the new Shadow and Ironbot book. Um Again, I talked about it last week. Uh, it is in the aftermath of the betrayal of Kalth. It's got the side titans of the Old Sinister, including the Warlord Sinister. That might be rather than Nemesis. That might have been the original one. Um, so it's available in hardback and ebook. Um, and I'll talk about it as more and more stuff comes out. Um, Doo-doo. says that the new Titan models will all have the card style command terminal right in the box um, just in regular card rather than the heavy boards that you get otherwise um, so it says the new style pack with terminals for a Warlord, Warlord Warbringer Nemesis Reaver and two Warhounds will be up for pre-order next weekend um, and also there will be new Legio sheets so that's Metallica, Ignatum and a Storm uh, plus their night households as well uh, there's some new cards out for Lord of the Rings new card packs um, so Mordor, Baradur Pelennor, so that's minus Tether's Fiefdoms Rohan and the Dead of Dunharrow Sorry, in the Fallen Realm, so that's Angmar, the Eastlands, Varigs of Khan, the Shepherd Horde, uh, Farhad, and the Corsairs of Umber. So, um, also find a set of reference cards for Magical Powers. Never forget to use them. Um, coming out for um, Black Library as a new, new Shadow Sun um, book, um, or Farsight book, even. So, Farsight Emperor Lies, um, so that's coming out. Um, both hardback and ebook uh, editions. So that's that's Games Workshop um, releases coming next week, um, and obviously what was released this week. Um, so new releases. So new releases are. Sorry. Is this separate stuff? Um, so there's the Ravaged Land, Soul Drain Forest, the Zone Mortalis stuff separate, separate boxes. So you've got the walls and columns and the platforms and stairs separate. The Palantine Subjugators being released on their own. Oh, oh, that's Essentials, so I don't know what that means. Um, so you War Crying Night, Night Hunt Warband. Actually, I'll be talking about the Night Hunt in a wee bit. Um, Spire Tyrants. Warcry Stormcast Eternals, Warcry Gloomspite, so Subjugate Patrol, Corpse Grain the Cult Gang, and the Old Grain the Myrmidon, along with Dice and Warcry cards. I think they got released quite recently, um, and then pre orders um, are all Beast Grave stuff. So for Underworld, so you get the Man Trappers, which I never actually talked about last week, and the essentials for it. So um, and the Warm Sprat, which are Norco figures, which I saw 
um, when I took my couple of days off of um, social media and then never did anything um, about it, never even went back and looked at it. But also while I was off of doing the podcast, I saw stuff um, like it. So anyway, uh, that is, so you have the Wormsprat collection, which is £36. So it's the three figures, all the cards and everything you need for them. Um, and then it's the same with the Man Reaper, Man Trappers collection. So it's the Beast Grave Underworlds crew plus um, cards plus everything you need for that and all the sleeves and everything and the dice um, if you want to just get the Man Trapper separately it's £20 the premium sleeves are £8 the dice are £8 um, and it's the same for the Worms Bat Um but you can go on the website and you can have a look and see for yourself um, I don't really want to go through the whole list of the stuff that's new recently the the thing is I will say though see the Ogroid Myrmidon it's a beautiful model I would love to paint that model just purely to hit, just to say I painted that model um, fortunately for £25 I can't afford that kind of thing right now um, and I don't have a fucking time either let's be honest um, right so what I am going to talk about next is new Mortal Realms um, subscription magazine from Hatchet Parkworks now I did have a little I think I had a little thing about it the other week there last week Thursday maybe but I'm going to have a wee thing I'm going to talk about it a little bit more um, just now I know I'm doing a lot of games workshop but um, we might put some other stuff in at the end uh, two six right so I did buy the first three um, issues of Mortal Realms now I didn't buy them because I have any intention of getting a subscription or even building either army um, but I thought do you know what they actually look like they'll be half decent um, what do you call them uh, RPG figures so like the night hunt stuff for you know ghosts and what have you and then obviously Stormcast Eternals as paladins or something like that um, or Knights, or I don't know, for um, doing combat in uh, Legends. So I thought, why not pick them up? Um, I mean, the first, I mean, that's what, 299, 599, but 15 quid. Um, and I've had a look online, and so, you know, I, I spent, you know, do, 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 However much it was, I'm crap at doing maths off the top of my head sometimes. Um, but I've saved £45 almost on just buying these three magazines. It's a great way to save money in some aspects because, you know, you've got paint and stuff that isn't seven ninety nine worth of paint that you get in a and certain things because I found this with Conquest you just do save a lot of money but at the same time at times there are stuff that you get that you're like mm. there's copies of that you and releases that you get that you're like really I'm not having to pay that much for that but obviously it's spread the savings that you get are spread over the entire um subscription of the the magazine um, with Conquest at least I paid for, I'm paying basically for the Space Marine Army I think if I worked if I worked it out right I was paying for the Space Marine Army or it was the Nurgle uh, the um, Death Guard Army I can't remember which one off the top of my head so essentially I'm getting the Space Marines or the Death Guard and I'm getting the terrain for nothing 
and I'm getting pain. I'm getting brushes. Um, and that's what I got from that. The problem is, and the big problem I have, is hatchet part works. Hatchet part works are fucking atrocious for the customer service. Um, and I'm not going to lie about it. Um, I am eight weeks, almost nine weeks behind um, where I should be because of their... Frankly, I'm going to say incompetence. Um, and also, they moved warehouses. And I got this. This is the message I got off Partworks. Um, I'm very sorry you have not received your delivery. We recently moved to a new distribution centre. Unfortunately, the transition led some de- to some delays in sending out dispatches. I am very sorry that this affected your subscription. The delays are expected to continue until late February. After this, however, the delivery should go back to the previous schedule before the warehouse move. You can also survive the. I can also advise that all the overdue issues will be arriving as soon as possible. Now, how the fuck? What the fuck am I meant to do with that? Seriously? So I'm like, because of their fuck up in September, um, I was a month behind already. And now because of more fuck ups, I could be three months behind. Where the release actually is, and it's like, really? That's not helpful at all. They shouldn't have launched... I like the idea of Mortal Realms, but they shouldn't have launched Mortal Realms until after they had already finished with... Um, you know, until they'd finished with Conquest. Um, until they, And also, what, what the fuck? In the middle of doing what is a fairly massive... Um, campaign and um, release you move bloody warehouse and then you fuck up the schedule it's absolutely fucking ridiculous man but that's my issues with hatchet part works it might be a completely different thing they might have learned everything that there is to learn from conquest, <laughs> one being don't move your fucking warehouse in the middle of the um, subscription. But um, I, I won't be getting Mortal Realms. Um, one, I can't fucking afford it at the moment. Two, I don't have the space to put everything. And three, I mean, much as the figures are quite nice, um, and I'd happily pick some some of them up. Um, I don't need them all. I mean, I'm I'm not going to have a, a Stormcast Eternals army. Um, I'm not going to have a Nighthaunt army because neither of them actually interest me as armies. I play Space Marines in 40k. I don't want to play... Let's be... 100% honest, the Space Marine equivalent in Age of Sigmar. Um, I would probably pick up a few bits and pieces of the terrain, but um, the mausoleum is in three parts. So it's like, does that mean you have to. If you can't get all three parts of it, it means you have to go to part works and getting it sort of out but I mean I'm not really bothered but it it's it's a good thing for beginners I think to start building up the collection slowly rather than going out and buying a fucking whole army and two whole armies and playing uh, I mean you, I'm looking at the mortal realms um, collecting you get, get all this poster um, and the stuff this is the thing as well not everything that you get in or you were meant to be getting in the conquest one you actually got there was a lot of stuff that got changed or switched over and see the dry paints they're fucking useless I got some dry paints and they, they were dead 
Um, I mean, I absolutely fucking dead when I got them, um, which was annoying. Uh, so you need to make sure that the paints are actually worth it, because um, I mean, let's be honest, paints are not cheap. I mean, if you're getting them for, and, and the issues that they come in, they're not they're normally separate on their own. Or there's only one or two of them, and um, you know. Not great when they're not working. I got um, I, I got one of the dry ones, one of the metallic dry ones, and it was dead, and there was no way of reviving it. So that I'm not shitting all over the idea of it. I'm just shitting all over the handling of it. Um, and also sometimes the stuff that you get isn't what you're meant to be getting. I mean, they tell you you're getting. And this um, subscription offer booklet, right? You're getting a paint pot or a water pot. You're meant to be getting a water pot in the Conquest one. Never got a water pot to change it to something else. I can't remember what they changed it to. But it wasn't what you wanted, it wasn't what you were looking for. Um, water pot and paint pad. If I remember right, I may have been wrong. It's entirely sorry. It's entirely possible that I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm. And also, they're bringing out this premium subscribers offer, where you pay only two pound more per issue, and you're paying for four four premium sets, exploring other forces, including four magazines, six paints, and a ton of miniatures. Right, I'm looking at it and I'm going, okay, you're paying an extra, so there's eight, if there's 80 issues, you're paying an extra 160 quid. And yes, there's what, five, no, four, um, what do you call it? Start collecting boxes, and then you've got five paints and a wash. Yes, you're only paying an extra. £160 total over the period but you're still forking out 40 quid a month whatever it is a month about pointing that out it's not every week every four weeks you don't get a delivery it's every month you get delivery um, I hope Hatchet Parkworks do sort out all the issues that they have Um and I do hope they eventually get this going, but I do not see it. I do not see it in the slightest happening this way. Um, but what you get in the first three issues is what I'm going to talk about after. Now I've shot over it <coughs> for a bit. So in the first uh, three issues, you get the easy to build Stormcast Eternals and the easy to build Chain Rasps. You also get a bunch of dice and you get some, you get a roller. You get a different, like, I think you get a battle mat and a couple of other wee things to go with it. Um, which is, the fact that you're saving like £32 is for, for what is essentially the, um, I think it's the little, I can't remember is it this how to play kind of um, introductory box. It's kind of like that that one that you got for it was a first strike for forty k. It's kind of like that um, for um, obviously Age of Sigmar. Um, though you got a lot more in first strike if I remember right. Um, I think you got three. Um, Excuse me, three plague marines, ten of the poxwalkers, and then th three intercessors and three weavers, I think, for this primaris. So, I think this is kind of an introductory thing for, um, obviously, Age of Sigmar, because it's the, the easy to build figures rather than. 
regular figures. Um, in the second box, in the second one even, you get... Mirmorn Banshees and I think that's a white paint that's a white paint so that's what you get in the second one um, and obviously the same as um, the issues of Conquest you get a little bit of what you're getting you get a little bit more um, fluff about various bits and pieces um, I'll go through each of them separately um, and then obviously you get how to build what you're getting in the box how to paint miniatures um, and then you get rules bits so um, you've either got added rules or you've got um, explanations of how the rules run out what happens to them? So you get that. Um, I've n I'll be absolutely honest. See, because I played Conquest, I played Forty K. Never really had a look at the Conquest stuff. I've got it all in folders and stuff, but um, never really had a look at it. But I know what's in them. You know what I mean? Um, so they're all numbered and sectioned, and you, when they finally all come in. You have to like separate them and put them all together. Um, yeah, so you've got warriors. You get um, so here you've got Mirmon banshees, so it's C warriors five, and then you get B, which is Nagash two, which is the Wrath of Nagash, um, and then you get Soul Wars, which is history two, and then you get how to build. How to paint um, Citadel Miniatures, how to paint Night Haunts, um, Terror Amidst the Tombs, so it's a playthrough, um, it's got something similar to that in the Mortal Realms book book. So you've got the Age of Sigma, so it's got the history bit, um, Stormcast Eternal, so it's got Stormcast, um, Sequitors, which is Warriors 15, Night Haunt, which is not Warrior, Night Haunt 1. And then you've got Chain Master, which is Warriors. And then you get the issue ones. Um, so you've got all that stuff. Um, and the third one, obviously, um, you've got Storm Hosts, so that's Storm Host 1. And then Hammers Sigmar, which is Hammers 1, which is weird. And then Castigators, which is Warriors 14. Night Hunt Possession, which is Night Hunt 2. Um, so it's how to build Castigators. And the graphite model, um, how to paint Stormcast Eternals, and the fighting escalates. So it's got each each issue has little build ups for you to pick up on. Um, so yeah, that's that's Mortal Realms. As I said. Me personally, I'm not going to pick up the whole um, collection. I'm going to pick up individual pieces, and most of it will be absolutely 100% Stormcast. Because with this two issues, or I've got what a half dozen, a dozen. Just over a dozen um, Night Hunt figures, which for ghosts is probably all I need because I don't have any ghosts. I've got tons of skeletons, I've got tons of zombies, I've got tons of mummies, I've got vampires, and I can borrow vampires or something else um, if I really need them. So, and I can borrow ghouls, and if I need more zombies, I can borrow zombies, which I highly doubt I would need because I've got fucking hundreds of them from. Um, zombies hate Black Plague. Um, <laughs> I really don't need zombies. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I've got plenty of other undead dead stuff. It was just ghosts that I really needed. And I picked them up. And I'll paint them, and I'll see how they paint. But I don't really see me buying anything night haunty. 
um, in the future because I don't intend on getting an army. As I said, it's not to go out and get new armies um, because I played the Stormcast and Stormcast don't fit how I play. Really. People will disagree with me but they don't really play how I play. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's certain things here that I would certainly pick up in the future um, from the Stormcast. I mean, issue 5 has a character model, which I quite like the look of. Um, so I mean, um, Xandria Azure Boat, so it's the Knight's Encanter. Um, and then there's another one I've had a look at. The first 11 issues of Leet. Um, so I'll go through that. Um, so we've got the first three issues. The next issue is four easy build glaive wraith stalkers, now like oxide, and the paper bear battle mat. Um, so do, do, do. I think this is an exclusive character for this, isn't it? It's an exclusive knight encounter. So you can't really price that one for how much it's going to cost, but the scalpers will scalp it like fucking nobody's business. Um, it will get sold for stupid amounts of money. Um, so, yeah. If I can get hold of it, I'll get hold of it, but if not, it's fine. Uh, the next issue is issue 6, so that's Easy Build Thorns of Briar Queen. So there's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 of them. 2, 4, 6, 7 even. Um, and you're saving £7 one for that. Um, so the Stormhole, uh, issue 7, is Stormhole Silver and Reikland Flesh Shade. You're saving 46 pence on that one, but it's still a saving. Um, for the issue 8 it's an easy build Celestar Ballista with Cantal Blue I think they have plenty of Cantal Blue maybe not actually but I'd rather pay the price for the pot paint, pot paint to be perfectly honest because um, I don't really need the Ballista um, you're saving £9.76 on that um, issue 9 has three sequitors and two castigators, which I might pick up that up. Paint saving seven eighty four. Uh, issue ten is the do, 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 tomb banshee with corn red, obviously for her hair. And then the mortal realms issue eleven is the sigmarite mausoleum, um, it, but it's one of three from the sigmarite mausoleum, so I'm not sure. Whether that's a fully you're fully able to build a part of the mausoleum or not, um, by the looks of it, you might be able to, but I wouldn't count on it. Um, but it's saying you're saving ten pound thirty four because the total value in eighteen thirty three because it's the third of um, the actual cost of the the set, um, which is fair enough. You know, if you can build that part of the mausoleum, then that's fine. Um, Kit, but you still need to have all three parts of it because there's a gate and <coughs> gatehouse and all this that kind of fluff. Um, but beyond that, they don't have they haven't leaked the content yet. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, so I mean, at the end of the day, it will save you money. It'll save you quite a bit of money, to be honest. Um, and if even if you get the premium su subscriptions that are still two pound per issue, and you are paying for it, you are paying through the nose for it. No, not paying through the nose, but you know you're paying for it. You are getting a lot of stuff for what you are paying. What you have to remember is you are dealing with hatchet partners, and hatchet partners are at times fucking useless. Um, so you know you need to, you need to weigh your options on that one. Um, or weigh, weigh the consequences or weigh, weigh, weigh a whole of the shit anyway um, in order to decide whether or not you want to spend the money um, I won't be spending the money on a subscription 
I still have three months worth of at least um, of conquest. Um, I think it's actually four. Come to think of it, um, I think I'm on sixty-six or sixty-seven or something like. That. I can't remember now off the top of my head. Um, two six. Yeah, I'm on currently issue 66 and I'm waiting on 67, 68, 69, 70 um, and I think there's 80 total so I've still got four deliveries still to come uh, so I am not going to be picking up every single copy of Conquest for two armies that I don't really want the whole lot of um, and any of the free stuff I've already got, apart from the palette that you probably won't get anyway, um, and the premium subscription, none of it, apart for the Blades of Corn, is something that I would buy myself, and even then, the Blades of Corn are for conversions, um, which I will pick up at some point, but um, yeah, it's, just, it's entirely not what I would do. But if you want to get into Age of Sigmar, if it's something you're interested in, and you are willing to wait two years to have the entire army and build it slowly, then and then get some nice terrain, then it's worth it for you. But, you know, it's up to you. It really is. You know, having the whole thing, getting all those paints, getting all, everything that comes with it, it's great. It's nice to have. It's also easier than trying to go right. Okay, I've got this much money this month to spend for models or whatever it is. Right, I need to save this. I need to save that. You've got you've got the money. The money goes. That's it. You know you don't have you don't get to buy any more stuff. Um, for a while. But as I said. There's issues with hatchet park works. And it's something you got to weigh up. So, um, I'm going to talk about something a little bit differently from what I normally talk about. Um, and I'm going to start doing this regularly um, with other companies other than Games Workshop. Coming out in February um, is the new Infinity Agents of the Human Sphere RPG character set. You get four figures in it. Um, they're all agents that from the Cold War. So the Infinity Code alerts that it's described a situation in which human sphere is bogged down in a Cold War where action is developed through covert operations. Real actors of an Infinity Code situation include not only those belonging to military or intel services, but also plethora of different kinds of agents and that powers used from shadows protect their interests. Now these are all figures that are... I'm not sure what... Um, Professions in the RPG game, they would cover, but they're all they're all obviously agent characters. One looks very much like um, a corporate stooge um, by the looks of it. Um, if you look at the website, you can see them. Um, so one looks like he's. I'm actually not sure where any, where any of them are from. They kind of look generic um, but as always and this is the thing anytime you look on the Infinity website models are painted absolutely beautifully um, do, 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 and the, yeah, I mean the painting on them is amazing I have painted or I've tried to paint some um, Infinity models and they don't look that good <laughs> Yeah, I mean they're still beautiful models, don't get me wrong, but they don't look as good as the models do here. Um But that's because I'm fairly certain they use one miniature painter to do all of their stuff. I mean it's consistent um consistent throughout the line. So the look is consistent throughout the line, which is you know, probably why they have such a, a long lead 
and you know it's two months between the releases and figures and they don't release a lot at the same time um, so you know the the beautiful models beautifully painted they look amazing um, so you also got the Mukhtar active response unit with the board and shotgun um, they're the chosen ones uh, entirely made, made of the Sega or Saiga uh, lightning program um, from Hack Islam I believe they're Gulam veterans who have been in several campaigns and no many dirty tricks. Um, yeah, so that is going to be available, and then you get Intel special special ops from the Stavka for. Ariadna, they've got a heavy pistol and sniper rifle. Is it a sniper rifle? Well, the heavy pistol sniper, anyway. Um, this looks like a. Do, do, do. Caledonian, actually. In the Stavka. Which is interesting. Because um, in Infinity. The Stavka are special forces for the whole of Ariadna. Essentially, the Russians rule Ariadna, but you've got Caledonians, you've got, you've, so you've got um, Scots, Irish, Welsh, um, which make up Caledonia basically. Um, if I remember rightly, to me, Caledonians mean Scots, but you know, we'll, we'll ignore that a little bit. Um, being Scottish and all and then you've got the Americans so you've got US Ariadna and then you've got French whose name part of it escapes me completely and then you've got the Russians um, and the staff cut are um, the intelligence guys um, or they're the special forces and the intelligence, the intelligence department and um, recruits from across Ariadna because um, their enemy is a common one um, it's people from fucking everywhere when the sphere hit dawn which is their home world um, so yeah that's, that's a really nice model and it looks very that's that's the thing that I've got to say about the um, infinity stuff the concept art looks very much like the the model turns out and I think that's brilliant um, so also available in February is the Umbra the Umbra, one of the most dangerous modelers races in the entire Universal Warrior Hood mysterious martial artists from an unidentified planet, the Umbra have been a scourge of the cosmos for ages, subjugated dominated or seduced by the EI they become its field field assistance, a conduit through which the evolved intelligence makes its wishes known. They serve as the EI's heralds, enforcers, mediators, lieutenants, judges, executioners and right-hand men. The political and military specialty is trouble and causing and suppressing thereof. Brought forth by the darkness, these cruel entities hold a fearsome power that the EI harnesses to inflict most punishments and lead mass disruption operations as the wrath seeds unmeasurably. And they are beautiful models. They are. That's the thing about um, all the Infinity stuff I've played against or come up against in an RPG. None of it is alien. But there is aliens um, in the setting. Um, which is all, if you don't know Infinity at all, um, it's by Corvus Belly. Um, they're a Spanish company, I think. If I remember rightly, um, and it's science fiction. You know, it's like there's a lot of mecha stuff in it, but there's various human factions um, throughout it. Um, there's an AI faction. There's a combined armies, which is aliens, um, and there's the Toa, which is another alien faction, I think. And then there's the Independence. Um, so it's the non-aligned armies um, so Pan-Oceana are basically the lead nation of influence 
um, within the human sphere, which is all of human humanity. Um, so it's pioneers of space um, exploration. Um, they developed the Aleph AI, which is the only AI allowed in the human sphere. Um, so they can harness its technology to gain it. Age of World Powers. Um, they are essentially, you know, Australians, Indians, you know, Panos the Pan-Oceana region. But also they've got a lot of Knights Templar about them. In fact, they have guys that have the Knights Templar um, Iron Cross on their armour. Um, so a lot of power armour kind of stuff. Um, them. Then the Yujing um, is Panoceonis Challenger, another great power. Yuching. I keep on calling Yujing. Um, Asian giant. So the whole Far East united under the banner of what was once China and produced an integrated but heterogeneous Oriental culture. Now, that I haven't. Well, get into that later. Um, equipped with blooming industrial sector, state art, technology and astounding economic growth, Yu Ching is ready and willing to demand the dominant position which it feels entitled. Now again, a lot of mecha looking figures, um, a lot of kind of anime looking figures, um, and then you get the Ariadnans. Now the Ariadnans, um, Founded by the descendants of the first human colony ship, though lost when it disappeared in a wormhole, they landed on Dawn, which is a resource-poor planet. Endurance in metal has make up for the lack of state-of-the-art technology, so they don't have a lot of state-of-the-art tech, and they've been building it slowly. Um, so it's Cossacks. Americans and Scottish fought each other, and they all fought, fought the planet, and from the frightened emerged Ariadna. We're all the only the toughest survive. So as I said, that's that's the makeup of. Then you've got Hack Islam. So from the Arabic Hack Islam, new or true Islam, um, it's a religious doctrine derived from Islamism, and it's associated neo-Muslim culture. Modern interpretation of the set of dogmas presented by the Quran. That permeates everyday life of its followers. Um, so, a movement proposed the philosophical and theological revo- revisionism of the classic Islam in order to adapt it to the society of its time. Um, Hak Islam proclaims a humanism, the search for knowledge, and a set of metaphysical axioms influenced by Sufi scholars as the foundation of its doctrine, while simultaneously rejecting religious hierarchies in Sunni tradition as or Sunnah tradition as dogma. Their doctrine is profoundly concerned with political and social issues and the culture built around this rekindled has rekindled the scientific and artistic heirloom of the golden age of Islam. Um, and then you've got the nomads, um, so it's three gargantuan spaceships. Endlessly travel in the sphere, doing what others cannot or will not do, sticking it to the man and contesting ordinary Definitions of normalcy and acceptability. So that's the nomad spirit. They combine armies, um, the evolved intelligence, and alien AI with a vast wealth of knowledge and cold relent as well. It's conquered, subjugated, and annihilated entire civilizations to fill its universal ambition, transcendence onto higher evolution of plane. To that end, the AI has created a well honed instrument of conquest, the combined army. In it, the AI has gathered some of the most dangerous species from its cosmic domains, the vicious and brutal Morat, bred for one more only, instead they slice vasty, capable of anything to guarantee survival of species. The Sigma, Trihedron, and race traitors, biotech virtuosos, death dealers, heading in combat incarnations of the E. By combat incarnations of EI itself, they are the most formidable war machine this galaxy has ever witnessed. Now they have set their sights on this human sphere. 
uh, Aleph uh, is the name of the single artificial intelligence oversees the data network of the human sphere and most major international technological systems. Scope is a responsibility so broad that the service of humanity under O12 supervision whole organisational structure has been created around it to assist its functions. To fill its mission, Aleph oversees a sizable fraction of human activity as a sort of friendly and conspicuous big brother, whose only goal seems to be aiding us, and yet Aleph does have enemies. The nomad nation has a bit of hatred, the only legitimate AI convinced that humanity is but a hapless puppet for the secret agenda, and there's also the evolved intelligence, whose confrontations with Aleph are clashes of titans on epic scales. <clears throat> yeah. So, Toa, the advanced alien civilization, waging an open war against the EI and its combined armies, guardians of the one of the great treasures of the universe, the Toa have withstood the EI's onslaught longer than any other race in this galaxy. The Toa are masters of biotechnology, capable of building terrible viral weapons and pervious symbiont army armor but also on other species getting them more intelligence so they can fight by their side the tony allies and humanity seems fitting for the first line of the fight against the incoming army and obviously the non-aligned armies japanese uprising and their schism from yu ching um brings forth the non-aligned armies new faction that accompanies gsa prostaco akari company and the draws baron security new mercenary companies Anyway, so that's that's the factions of Infinity. Um, as yet, the only ones I faced are Hakesla and Yuxing, or Yuqing, or Yuqing, however the fuck you pronounce it. Yuqing. Yeah, those are the only ones I faced so far, except for the. Oh no, I faced that Nomad as well. I think I may have faced nomads. I can't remember now. But I've not faced a lot of the armies in the game, so. It's, it's a good. I like it. I like the figures. I like the game. I like the world that it's built on. Um, obviously, we're playing the RPG. Um, and at some point I'll go into it in a further depth um, and I'll talk about what I like about the RPG, what I don't like about the RPG what I like about the world, what I don't like about the world all that kind of stuff um, but essentially you know, it lets me play a version of myself in the future um, which isn't far off how I would fucking act if I was his size and a lot of things but um, yeah, I mean if if you like your mecha stuff, there's a lot of mecha stuff. Um, even if you just want to buy them, paint them, or, or have them, um, it's good. I mean, they're not cheap, excuse me, for metal figures. They're not cheap at all. Um, so, you do need to get around that one. This is, this is one of the reasons I stopped having issues, well as many issues, with the cost of um, Games Workshop stuff, um, because obviously Games Workshop stuff's plastic and plastic costs more to, and uh, all these other things, but th this stuff's metal and it's quite expensive, so it's like, yes I still have issues with the prices of Games Workshop, but not as much. Um, I think that's it for today for me I don't really have the energy right now because I am going to go play testing tonight um, so I want to keep my energy up because um, I as I said earlier on I went up in the air and hurt myself so I'm not at 100% um, and that's yeah that's it for me today as I said at the beginning all the um, Legends Hammerstrawn stuff, those Legends Hammerstrawn.wordpress.com, where all the links are. Um, you can join the Patreon via the World Anvil, or you can just go to Patreon um, Legends Hammerstrawn. Though you have to fucking search for it, so I would 
recommend going to World Anvil, clicking the Patreon link and going it, or going to the website because I'm pretty sure there's a link to the Patreon on the website. Um, I did the website and I can't even remember these things. That's, that's how scattered my brain is at the moment. Um, yeah, so follow us on at Ham and Shron or follow me at Dave's Hobby Stuff. Anything um, Ham and Shron related, I will probably retweet from uh, the at Dave's Hobby Stuff Twitter, but anything like properly official and any RPG um, correspondence or any in, interaction will be done versus the at Ham and Shron. Um, handle and that is us for today I'm going to say a good day to you all and have a happy hobby